Hi, and welcome to the pastor's table. My name is Pastor Anne. You know we're a body, that we're all part of this body together. And it's so important how we treat and act and talk and be with one another. And we can edify or we can tear down. Let's build up our body. Let's build up one another. Let's treat each other each other with the love that we are supposed to. Hello and welcome back to the pastor's table. We are still in the book of Romans. We're talking about some things that you might feel a little uncomfortable with, but we're believing that as you hear these things, that you will be strengthened with might by the Holy Ghost on your inner man. And some of these things will make more sense. Amen. And it's so good to talk about them. And mm-hmm. actually, we actually encourage you to go and talk about these things. Come and talk to us. Come and talk to another believer that you know. Talk about them. Why and how did you get to this? How did you arrive at this? And and have those good discussions, healthy ones. Mm-hmm. And and make sure you don't get into strife or confusion yeah. like we talked about. Or endless, but, endless genealogies. Or endless genealogies. <laughs> how many and why you are the right one because of your line of birth. Yeah. <laughs> um, in verse 19 of chapter 14 of Romans, it says, Let us therefore follow after the things which make for peace and the things wherewith one may edify another. Oh yeah. Edify is a great word mm-hmm. and it helps people and mm-hmm. it encourages people. It's not it kind of has the same root as exhortation, another King James word, but edify has the has in the Greek word uh, it has the place where it actually brings a teaching that will cause your understanding to grab a hold. Yeah. So that's kind of the shortened version of the, because it's very long if you look it up in the Bible dictionary. But edify has that place of not just spiritual knowledge, but where it compacts with the the understanding mm-hmm. so that you get it and it becomes applied knowledge in your life. So it's actually going to help you grow. So mm-hmm. edify, help you grow, help you understand, help you develop. Mm-hmm. And so when you look at scriptures that I remember one fellow, I, you know, I like Romans. I like the sound of it when I read it, but I don't understand it. Mm. Well, in time, one of the, the things that I was encouraged to by other ministries and whatnot is before I read the word to always ask Holy Spirit's help to understand it. Amen. And so I pray Ephesians 1, uh, 16 through 20 over my life. And then I'd read the Bible and it sure helped. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to do that. It is not a law, mm-hmm. but it's a healthy suggestion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Amen. So let's follow after the things which make for peace mm-hmm. and the things wherewith we may encourage or help or cause mm-hmm. someone else to come an understanding. I don't have the whole picture. I do have part of it. And so do you. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yeah, the context of what he's talking about here in that is that the kingdom of God is not a matter of food or drink, but righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. And just repeating the verses here in verse 18, he who serves Christ in this way is acceptable and pleasing to God and is approved by men. Mm-hmm. And then so let us then uh, aim for and eagerly pursue that uh, so what makes for harmony and mutual upbuilding or edification of one another. And so that, that context is important because it's so easy to try to, well, what's the right thing to do? What does the Bible say here? Well, this is right and that's wrong. We need to live this way and not live that way. But if your convictions about right and wrong are causing a division and you know, you're know you unsettling someone by what you approve or you are... Um, 
causing an issue between brethren because of what it is that you're saying this is okay or, or not okay. And we've used examples, you know, talking about whether you can have a drink or not. Then you're not, you're not acceptable, you're not serving Christ in the proper way, and you're not pleasing to people either. It says the kingdom of God is a matter of righteousness, peace, and joy in the spirit. So you can easily tell when things have a certain to go, discussions have gone askew because it starts to separate Mm-hmm. brothers and sisters in the Lord. It starts to cause divisions mm-hmm. where there's no peace, there's no joy. Mm-hmm. And those are some good indicators that even if you think that you're right or your convictions are right, well, I, we need to, you know, we have to meet. Church on Sunday is the only way that you can, if you're not, a, you can't work on a Sunday, that's the Sabbath. And people have certain convictions concerning that. Those convictions can actually cause division, mm-hmm. right? And in and amongst brethren, if you're pushing your conviction as opposed to looking to what helps and serves and edifies someone else. Mm-hmm. I know that can be a little bit difficult to understand, not so much understand, difficult to kind of walk in because we all like to know what the rules are. Absolutely. We all like to know, well, mm-hmm. what do I have to do? What's right and what's wrong? And um, it's interesting. If you're talking about raising kids and, and parenting, there's a certain point where they need to kind of, there are certain rules, right, that you have for little children, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but they're not the same rules that you have for older children. Yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. And, That's good. And there's a reason why you have them for little children, in order to encourage certain behaviors. But once they have those behaviors, then you can take those rules off and put some new rules down, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, so for example, little children, like, um, there should be a rule, like, you, you know, you need to stay in the yard today. Don't be taken off and and so just stay just only in the yard. I don't want you running off into the neighbor's yard and so on and so forth. And there, there could be a good reason for that. Mm-hmm. But when they're 18, 19, and 20, you're not saying, okay, you just stay in the yard. I don't want you going and playing anywhere else with anyone else today. Just stay in the yard. In fact, you're probably telling them the opposite. <laughs> Get out of your room. Yeah. You know, Go Get do something. Phone. Get on a bus and go drive your car. Go do something. Right? So that almost sounds contradictory. First, you're telling me mm-hmm. I can't go out and stay close to the house. And now you're telling me go far away. Make up your mind. Right? But between, there's years of growth and development hopefully between those two points in time and that's a difficult thing sometimes because Christianity growing up in Christ maturing spiritually is there's very similar things like that absolutely you know uh, and this is some of the this is what is being addressed in Romans 14 and 1 Corinthians chapter 8 it's addressing that it's not a matter of just okay do we, is it okay to eat meat or not just give me the answer well, it's not about just getting the answer. Mm-hmm. It's, about, it's about growing up in your conscience and mm-hmm. recognizing that if you walk in love towards someone, you're always going to be in the right way. Amen. And you will actually mature. Amen. Yes. And you'll begin to realize that, hey, it's not a matter of me to drink. It's a matter of what edifies my brother and sister. Mm-hmm. So if they, you know, we go out with some people and it's like, well, you know, they, they believe that you can't, you can't work at all on a Sunday. That's the Lord's day. I mean... We're not doing yard work. We're not doing anything. This is the Lord's day. And, you know, so you don't invite them over to your house after church then to help break leaves or whatever, right? Like, <laughs> even though that might be perfectly acceptable to you, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. You can realize that that's not edifying. That's mm-hmm. not encouraging righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy mm-hmm. Ghost if we're going to have an issue over whether it's okay to do yard work on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So 
we want to avoid contentious issues because, you know, whether it's right or wrong to do yard work on a Sunday is not going to make them grow up spiritually. Mm -hmm. yeah. Amen. It's not going to draw them closer to the Lord mm -hmm. in any way. I had this interesting, and I think this fits very nicely, but several years ago, and I was invited to speak to in a church where they uh, only met on Saturdays. They, they owned the building, so they could meet on Sunday, but that was their thing, that the Sabbath was Saturday. And uh, they're born-again people filled with the Holy Spirit, but they, that was their thing. But they liked me, mm -hmm. and they welcomed me. So I prayed, and here's the interesting thing. Now, you think, well, if I touch, they're kind of, and some people go, well, that's like their golden thing, don't touch it. But the Holy Spirit said, I'm going to give you a grace to talk about this. So I thought, uh-oh, <laughs> praise the Lord. But you know what the bonus was? They really, the pastor loved me and prayed for me and their congregation had met me and they loved me. And so I was welcome. When I was, and, and the pastor, when he introduced me, gave it in such a way that it opened the door. Mm -hmm. And so while we were talking and I was ministering the word that God had given me about some other things, I said, you know, I said, and I, told, I you know, spoke about receiving their love and, and how they had welcomed me. I said, can we talk about the elephant in the room? <laughs> that was how I, I said, now I know you all meet on Saturday, and you know I meet on Sunday. And that's when we have church. And I'm just so thankful that we could meet together because of love. And mm -hmm. that's how we handled it. And you know, and like, I know you love me and I love you and we're all in this together. Oh, wow. And isn't getting people saved the primary goal here, mm -hmm. loving one another. And I said, you know, when we're talking to people on the street and welcoming them about Jesus, we don't ask them what day they meet. <laughs> you know? That's right. I said, we want to meet with Jesus every day. And they were like, yes, we do. <laughs> and it was just like, it was that easy. Yeah. But they opened the door. Yeah. And, and the door opened because they loved me and they thought it was kind of funny. Mm -hmm. And so I can be, and I was be. <laughs> but love really did the work. And, yeah. uh, you know, it's, it's wonderful when we're sitting talking like this, how these things come back. And, yeah. and mm -hmm. God brings mm -hmm. things to your remembrance. Amen. And, you know, yeah, and I, I just like, I just love um, when you talk with newer Christians and how God is revealing them, himself in them. Mm -hmm. and. You, you know, we're, we're like, we, we do our thing, we preach, we teach, we do those things. And then, but we're not like saying, okay, we don't have the posted what you should and shouldn't do. Do not do this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do this. Okay. These are things you read your Bible. Do this, do this. Oh, don't do this, you know, and then have the list, you know, you shouldn't do this. Don't do all these things. And then they come and they say, you know what? God was working in my heart. I like, and they're like, oh, and, and you know, I really feel like I shouldn't do that anymore. Mm. That's mm -hmm. so awesome. And, and, the, and, and it's just in their language and mm -hmm. what they're doing. And it's not because someone said, don't do this, do this, don't do this, do this. It's God was working on their heart. Mm -hmm. And we don't have to meddle in the like, in everybody's lives. Mm -hmm. We can just be on display. Like we're, we're, what we're doing, we're doing the work of, you know, of Jesus. Mm -hmm. and, and we're just, and, and in being ourselves, we can encourage others in how we are. Mm -hmm. And when we're sharing that love and doing those things and not, you know, nagging people and nitpicking people, mm -hmm. it's it's amazing what can happen mm -hmm. and how people can grow mm -hmm. in that. Mm -hmm. I, my students, like, like they won't grow if I nitpick them. Mm -hmm. If I get them on every single thing, 
they're going to shut down. Yeah. They, right. And, and no learning can take place. Mm. Yeah. No growing can take place when mm. they're constantly focused on what they're doing wrong, what's not going right, and this and that and the other thing. Uh, you know, it was, it was nice. I got a chance to work with some of the children that are coming to kindergarten next year, and they're very different mm -hmm. from the students that are in my class right now. And uh, it was so funny because the principal had made a comment that, you know, they were doing things, these little ones were doing things that would not be acceptable in my class. <laughs> 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 but I needed to extend grace because I'm like, well, they're younger. Yeah. They, they, like, and, and so I, how I act with them was very different from how I act with my class and mm -hmm. how you know the rules and I, like and we have talked about them and we have discussed them and we have I have different expectations for them mm -hmm. um but they will be my students mm -hmm. and there will th those expectations will be added later and they will grow um but it's not in an atmosphere of criticism it's not in an atmosphere of of looking down on others mm -hmm. it's in that atmosphere of love Mm -hmm. that, that their growth happens. Some people think Christianity or the way that we should run church is like boot camp. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Whip them into shape. Yeah. Get them in here. But I like what you're saying about the thing is, is that the way you're treating these students, or they're not even students yet. No, not yet. But coming into the class at the beginning of the year versus the expectations that you have for them at the end of the year, mm -hmm. there's, a, there's a difference between the mm -hmm. two. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's not that the expectations at the end of the year are wrong. Mm -hmm. or even the ones at the beginning of the year are wrong. They're just different because of the need for them to grow. So you give them more grace mm -hmm. when they're little. Mm -hmm. And then the expect expectations change as they grow. And so as they grow, there's more expectation. But the thing is, they're able. Yes. yes. They're able now. Yes. Mm -hmm. Whereas yes. they weren't able before. Mm -hmm. And for the same reason that you have a particular grade that you're teaching. And so if you brought in algebra into their class... I mean, it's, it's an unrealistic expectation. Is there anything wrong with algebra? No. no. But for someone in grade one, you know, that's going to be a bit of an issue. In kindergarten, that's going to be a problem. Mm -hmm. They're not able to do it yet. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we get a head full of knowledge and think we're well, we're in grade 12, when really, spiritually, <laughs> we might still be in kindergarten, right? And we uh -huh. think we're way over there. Uh -huh. And we just think, hey, you know what? I know this and I know that. <laughs> and uh, there's a certain phase in life that a lot of people go through that's just like that, where you suddenly <laughs> you know more than you've experienced. Mm -hmm. And you think, I know something now. Uh -huh. Uh-huh. And there's a phase of Christianity that's exactly the same way. It is when you start learning in church and you start, well, I know this and I know that. Mm -hmm. And uh, so then you begin to tell people what you know. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, don't have the maturity to know how to walk in love towards people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, really what you, you're describing, the difference between when the students start with you in September and when they're done and what you can expect from them in June when they graduate from, from kindergarten really defines verse 19 in the Amplified. It says, so let us, let us definitely aim for and eagerly pursue what makes for harmony and for mutual upbuilding, mm -hmm. edification and development mm -hmm. of one another. Mm -hmm. So, right, you, um, you edified them during the year, brought in those rules and regulations and the encouragement as they went along and as you could see that they could take it on and grow in it and then and it, it uplifts them, encourages them, builds them up, develops them to the, a different person when they're finished mm -hmm. at, 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 in June and ready to go into grade one. Yes. 
some of the military training, I think, that kind of laps over, kind of tries to come in, as you said, into the church where we go, well, these are the strict rules. Even as we talk about it, we know that there's going to be some people who look at this and go, oh, they don't, you know, they're too graceful. And we're not excusing <laughs> sin. No. no, no, not at all. No. Not at all. <laughs> and we're saying, yes, but when the Holy Spirit does a work in your heart, he writes the rules here that he circumcises. We get that circumcision of the heart where God begins to work his character in your heart and it and it will change who you are. It will change how you respond. It will change those things when you can hear that and allow him to work in that way. And we need to let him do that and, and invite him to do that. And then when there is something difficult that we have to face, he will have an answer. And sometimes it's okay to talk to someone about it. Uh, don't get get all upset about it. Just find the way to stay in peace where you can be developed. Yeah. I know there's times when someone has come to me when I haven't been all oh, ready to receive. Mm -hmm. Is that a good way of putting mm -hmm. it? Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Maybe some of you felt that way. And you just and they want to get their hands on you and pray for you. And you're in the middle of the situation. You haven't even finished telling because you feel like you need to tell the whole story before mm -hmm. they ever pray for you. And even then, once you've told your whole story, you need like a, a 30 second, you know, kind of cool down before you've got your receiver out to connect mm -hmm. with God. And and because partly people get upset and, and in that place, it can be very difficult to receive the kind of word that will cause growth and development. Mm -hmm. And we as people and you as with your friends have got to be sensitive to that and be aware of that. That's what happens with maturity. When they're little kids, they have no clue about that. Mm -hmm. no. But there's a place spiritually where we're little kids and we don't have a clue about who we're. We're just so like driven by our new knowledge mm -hmm. and our new deliverance or our new whatever that we go in like like a bull in a china shop mm -hmm. and breaking everything in, in with our knowledge of this truth. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then we hurt people. Yeah. And, and without recognizing they need an opportunity to respond. They need an opportunity to put up the ready. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. uh, yes, I'm I'm I am ready for prayer. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where uh, I think you've talked about it before the invitation. Mm -hmm. Have have we been given an invitation to speak? Have we given someone the invitation to speak to us? And have we been given the invitation to speak to them? I think if we're conscious of that yeah. and, and just hold on, I know what you have to say is important, but I'm just not ready to receive at this moment. Mm -hmm. I might be, but I, I'm not there. And I've, I've been on both sides of that, where I've mm -hmm. kind of been the bull in the china shop. You could never imagine that. I get excited about things, and I'm kind of like, yeah, don't you want this now? No, they don't. Um, we like you, and you can tell. You can pray for them. It's like praying for a piece of board. Mm -hmm. and, and it didn't hit. It didn't do what it was caused to do. That was me functioning by my excitement, but not by Holy Spirit's leading. Mm. And so we need to be consciously aware of someone's invitation mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and our own. And if you don't feel ready, it's okay to say you're not. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It yeah. reminds me actually of a scripture that's really helped me in James chapter one, verse four. In the King James it says, but let patience have her perfect work that you may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. Mm -hmm. In the Amplified it says, but let endurance and steadfastness and patience have a full play mm -hmm. and do a thorough work 
so that you may be people perfectly and fully developed with no defects, lacking in nothing. Mm -hmm. That word perfectly there doesn't mean perfect like you think about it in the world, where you have to be no flaws or anything like that. It actually means maturity, mm -hmm. bringing someone to maturity. And so when, you know, when you're talking about that, it, when you have that patience, then, and you allow God to do the work, and not you try to make the work happen, mm -hmm. you know, when you allow that work to happen, uh, at God's timing, it says that you're lacking nothing. You're left wanting nothing. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine being left wanting nothing? Mm -hmm. Like there's no needs, there's no desires in your life that, that have not been met. Mm -hmm. when, you, when you stand and wait on the patience and you come to that maturity, you allow that edifying and that building up and that development to happen on the inside of you and hear the Holy Spirit and you walk with Him and Oh, praise Jesus. Amen. <laughs> so remember, just because they sound like they're asking for it doesn't mean they are. <laughs> Amen. God bless you.